This topic came up a couple of weeks ago on the show when we had a story about a hitchhiker near a prison, or maybe it was the escapee in Pennsylvania, and we started talking about the signs on the side of the road that say, don't pick up hitchhikers. Yeah. (laughs) Don't pick up hitchhikers, local prison nearby, or something like that. Yeah. And how those signs always scared us as kids. It got me thinking about hitchhiking. And I was talking to a friend of mine, telling him stories of when I used to hitchhike. And he said, you got to tell those on the show. And I know I've told these at some point, but it's been a long time. I think of the three of us, I definitely have hitchhiked the most. Have you guys hitchhiked? Not once. Not one time. Not one time. No. No. Neither of you. Not no. one time. No. That Never surprises hitchhiked. me. Now, my brother has gone... My brother, and at the time, he was just his friend, but now he's my brother-in-law. They have hitchhiked from Texas when they were at UTA to Florida and back. Wow. Yeah. That's impressive. And that was back in the 70s, you know, when there was a lot of hitchhikers. Yeah. And they had a few scary moments, and they... Yeah, it, weren't the 70s stories. also the heyday of serial killers, oh, too? Yeah. And they they <laughs> yeah. rode with some really wheels-off people. There was a gun on the dashboard at one point, and... Maybe that was just to keep them in line and, yeah, craziness. Would, would you be scared of being the hitchhiker or picking up the hitchhiker? Uh, what is more dangerous? I think driving the hitchhiker, because if you're the hitchhiker, you, you are signing up for that when you start, right? That you may, this is kind of dangerous. And then all of a sudden, if you're, if you're the, the person driver, picking you up. Yeah, is automatically thinking, man, this is, no, I don't want to pick up a stranger. You think being the yeah the, the driver, car driver yeah. is more dangerous than the I think so. I think so too. They're they're both they're both have a lot of built-in elements of danger, but I think picking up a complete stranger <laughs> having no idea what you're getting into. Now you're also getting into the car with a complete stranger. Right. And having no idea what you're getting into. So it may be a push. And how do you tell the person that if you're the hitchhiker and someone stops for you, finally stops, but they look really wheels off, how do you say, that's ah, all right, I'm good, yeah, I'll wait for the next one. Yeah. What if you're trying to be nice, you pull over and pick up the hitchhiker, they get in the car, and they smell terrible? I think you got to ride it out for however long you said. You agreed you say, to take well, them 200 miles? I'm just... You take him to the end of the fence like in The Jerk. (laughs) My dad picked up a hitchhiker. I remember he came home from work one day when we were in grade school, I think it was, and he told everybody that he had picked up a hitchhiker, and he said that he could tell right away that the kid was high on drugs. Ah, (laughs) yes, the classic. (laughs) But yeah, our parents would pick up hitchhikers occasionally. I read an article on hitchhiking last night. It was... Really common in the 30s and 40s, and that was out of necessity because of the Great Depression. Yeah. Um, so yes. people had to hitch anywhere they went because they couldn't afford a car, or they couldn't afford a bike, or they couldn't afford a ticket. Then there was a big dip in the 50s, but then a big resurgence in the 60s and the 70s, the hippie generation. Hippies trying to get somewhere. And they say by the 80s, the economy had shifted. People were more interested in individualism and not really the sense of the whole hippie thing of cooperation and we're all in this together and we're all just doing each other a favor. And so hitchhiking kind of went by the wayside. And what really killed it in the last 10 years, rideshare. Mm, yeah. <laughs> 
But I have hitchhiked That's probably... That's professional hitchhiking. Ride share. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> yeah, it's the uh, modern, techno- technologically driven way of hitchhiking. <laughs> I think I've hitchhiked prob- roughly five times. I can think of four specific, and there was probably a fifth or sixth time in there. Is it all bike-related? It's all bike-related, but when we were kids, I remember my friends in the neighborhood and my cousins, we would try to hitchhike. Like, we'd go, we just thought it was something cool to do, so we'd stand by the road and put our thumb out. Nobody ever stopped. And if they did, I think we ran. I still think, (laughs) I'm still somewhat fascinated with it. I think it would be, outside of the whole danger thing, I think it would be awesome to go across the country hitchhiking. Yeah, talking to new people. Yep. Getting interesting stories. As long as you get them to sign a waiver, you will not kill me. Yeah, you have to insist on people (laughs) signing the contract that they won't kill you. Yeah, because I started riding my bike at a very young age. and Braggart. A, and a long time ago, that's where all my hitchhiking has happened because I was in the middle of nowhere where my bike broke down. Or the first time I can ever remember hitchhiking, I was about 13, and it was that bike ride I took through West Oklahoma. And the first day, I was, did 100 miles, but I petered out with about at a 15 miles to go i just couldn't make it so there i was and i was out of water and i was out of food and i was 15 oh. miles from cordell oklahoma which is where i was going to spend the night and so i didn't know any other way to get there so i hitchhiked put my thumb out and one of the first cars that drove by was a pickup guy pulled over and he said where are you going i said cordell he said yeah that's where i'm headed so i he puts my bike in the back of his pickup, and I get in the cab. You look pretty in them shorts. <laughs> well, when we got into town, it was 14 miles of country driving, but the last mile was through town. And as we're in town, there's this woman in short shorts walking on the sidewalk, and he hits me on the shoulder, and he says, Take a look at that. That'll make a man drive straight up a telephone pole. Oh, my gosh. And I didn't know how to react to that. How old were you again? 13. <laughs> and I didn't really know what to say, so I just... I think how old I, was the girl? Like, woman or... Yeah, or she was a woman. She was your like, age? No, she was like 30. And I think I just said something like, yeah, man, I know. Yeah. 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 I know what you're talking about. Yeah. You, you're saying all the true things <laughs> right now. But he dropped me off at the hotel, and... Mind yeah. if I come Didn't, up for a little nightcap? No, or? <laughs> nothing like that happened. <laughs> you sure, got some pretty nice, nice feet. You got there. <laughs> <laughs> Another time was I was in my 20s, and I was in the middle of the Texas Hill Country. There's a beautiful road from Lakey to Vanderpool, and I used to go down there and ride a lot. Really hilly and pretty, and but in the middle of nowhere, and it was middle of the summer. And my bike broke down, and I didn't have the proper tools to fix it, so I had to hitch. And I'm, it was a remote road, so I remember standing there for probably 20 minutes before a car came by. And I remember looking up and seeing vultures circling overhead. <laughs> they sensed some prey. They weren't for you. They wanted the bike. <laughs> they weren't for me, but I, I imagine they were for me. So finally, a camper comes by, an RV, and it had an old man, old woman in the driver's seat and passenger seat. You look pretty good in them shorts. And I'm waving. I start waving my arms, both of them, back and forth. And as they drove by, they both just waved and kept on driving. So you were a friendly youth. Yes. They thought I was just saying hi. (laughs) So it took another 20 minutes for a car to come by. And this was a pickup truck. And it was a guy and a couple guys in the cab. 
and there were four workers in the back. It was a worker's truck. I don't know if he was a landscaper or whatever he was, but it was a truck full of workers. And he said, where are you headed? I said, I'm parked at Vanderpool. He said, well, if you can fit your bike and your body in the back, we'll give you a lift. I said, okay. So I put my bike in the back. And, and I then cl- they took off right after you put your bike in the back. <laughs> and I you got a bike out of the deal. <laughs> and I climbed in the back, and we were all packed in there like sardines. There were five of us and a bike in the back. Again, back in the day, this is the 90s, back in the days where you rode in the back of a pickup and didn't yeah. think anything of it. Nothing. On the highway. On the highway. I used to ride in the back of my grandfather's truck. So these workers were all, they were looking at me and they were looking at my bike and they're looking at me and looking at my bike and they didn't know what to make of it. And then finally one of the workers said, how much does a bike like that cost? Mm, he's and, already pricing it out on yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what you can boy. get for it. And because I sensed that if I said the high number, which was probably the accurate number, you know, back then that bike probably cost me 800 bucks, that they would have thrown me out of the back of the bed and kept yeah. the bike. So I rounded way down and said something like 50 bucks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they just said, oh. They said, oh, yeah. then and you I, won't mind me doing this. And he threw it out of the truck at speed. <laughs> and that was the last conversation we had. But the guy took me to Vanderpool, dropped See? me off, in incident-free. All the times Honorable I ever people. had to hitch, I never had any incident and everybody was pretty friendly you encounter nothing but honorable people yeah i don't i did help someone out one time in picking up this wasn't really a hitchhiker his car was broken down on the side of the road and i stopped and then took him i've told this story before it was this was on central yeah crazy yeah this was on central and it was during the day so i felt a little bit stopping now on the shoulders so dangerous i know it i know it but I, I, I was moved by his plight, and so I pulled over. He gets in the car. We had a little bit of a language barrier, but we tried to communicate, and I asked, you know, where where can I take you? And he goes, oh, just take me right up here. I, I, I just live. Shorts. I just. <laughs> we both looked at each other and said that at the same, same time. time. That's weird. Yeah. Um, he said, oh, I just live right up here. I think that's what he said. So I go, okay, and I start driving him north on Central. Uh, just up here, yeah. Just up here, just a little bit more. Uh, wh- which exit do I take? Well, I, I'll tell you the, which one. The one that says Durant. And uh, we kept going and kept going. And s- I swear to you, we we get up beyond Frisco. This oh, is, I picked them up near downtown Dallas. Wow. And and now we're just we're way way up there, <laughs> Plano area and Anna and whatever else is up there. Yeah. And uh, finally, I said, "Hey, man, I, I this is I don't know how far you're wanting me to take you. This is getting ridiculous." And he goes, "Oh, well, you can just let me off right here." And uh, pointed to a gas station. <laughs> so he's, like, you sure? He was, yeah, that's fine. So I let him off at this really gas strange. station. I know it. And then I said, uh, "I said, you know, well, what are you going to do about your car back there?" No, he that's goes, not my car. That's not my car. No way. Yeah, wasn't his car. Really? <laughs> I had just made the assumption since he was. <laughs> hitching near this broken down car that it was his car but no it was how funny first he didn't know what i was talking about what what car what are you talking about the car that was right beside you. oh i don't know i, I was just know. walking by that when you picked me up i just needed a ride to this gas station yeah. and buy some cigarettes and by the way here's a note i wrote you and i opened the note and it said you look good in those shorts and then he left. <laughs> so you've picked up a hitchhiker mm-hmm. i've hitchhiked george you've done neither neither and i i can't remember the last time i've seen a hitchhiker on the road 
on the highways on I saw one or anywhere. I saw one recently. It may have been my drive back from New Mexico this summer. Well, I, I saw one on the road. He was holding a sign to where he was going. It said Wichita that Falls. Said, you look nice in those shorts. Yeah. <laughs> Honk if you look nice in those shorts. <laughs> but these days, as as interesting as it could be, I would never no pitch up a hit, pick yeah. up a hitchhiker. It's just no too way. dangerous. It's too dangerous. They want to steal your Bitcoin these days. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the ones that disturb me, though, is when you're driving out in the middle of nowhere and there's a guy walking on the shoulder of the highway... And he doesn't even have a backpack or anything. Mm-hmm. And there's no business for miles in either direction. No broken down and car. And he's not even holding out his thumb. He's not even hitchhiking. May have lost a bet. I guess that's a good point. Yeah. He's got to walk the way <laughs> to go. Forrest Gump or he lost a bet. Was he <laughs> picking up a Frisbee? <laughs> yeah, that was a weird thing. He was throwing a Frisbee, and then he would chase he was, it down, pick it up, and throw it he again. He was trying the challenge. Yeah, he was doing the Frisbee challenge. <laughs> So that's a little hitchhiking talk. I may uh, I may write a book about all of my hitchhiking experiences. I think we got it all just yeah. then. Yeah, we yeah. knocked it out. Just uh, yeah, get a copy of that and do the audio. Yeah, just book. get a transcript and then make a make an ebook out of it. Sell it on Kindle. <laughs> okay. I have a working title: Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. No, yeah, that's yeah, been taken. That's oh, taken. it has. Okay, I've got to read that. I still have people that. <laughs> is it that one or Zen and the Art of Motorcycle Maintenance? That that's people another are always one. taking me aside, saying, "Man, listen, you got to read this. You don't read this. I'm going to do something to myself." 